0: Shalom to all. Today's office is baba kamadaf, and, hey, and we are starting Dalam, about four lines off from the bottom with the word tanan. And today's office sponsor Nishmas Mysha, her should have an Olia, And his have an Olia. Now the Gemara began with Rebovo stating that on Shabbos, one is high for being chival, making a wound, and Mavir for lighting a fire. And the reason why it's important to know this is because even though one is usually only chay for doing constructive act that has purpose, and wounding is destructive, as is lighting something on fire, the khina is that with these two, the Gemara Tells us, as explained in Sechah Shabbos, that one is chayiv for them. Rabbi Yechon argued through Rabbi that this is not true, and the only way one would be chayiv for chayiv and mavir is if it had some sort of constructive purpose to it, such as wounding to get blood for his dog or lighting a fire because he needs ashes. Now the Gemara is going to ask Rabbi Yechonan. Tanan. Our Mishnah had said, "Shor sheid l'kasegadish b'Shabbes chayiv." If his shor sure lit a pile on fire on Shabbos, so he'd be chayiv to pay for that. But who sheid l'kasegadish b'Shabbes potter? But if he lit a pile on fire on Shabbos, he'd be potter because he's chayiv misa, so it's kumayiv drab minay. Now v'katoni who domi d'sharyay. The the is clearly setting it up. That this fellow lighting the pile on fire is like his shard lighting it on fire. Just like when his shard lights it on fire, his shard doesn't need the ashes. He also when he's lighting it on fire doesn't need the ashes. Still, the says he's potter because he's going to be getting misa for that. So you see that even when a person's mavir and he doesn't need the ashes, he's high for that, and it's clearly not like a says The comparison is the other way around. It's his shard that's like him. Just like he's only high when he lights a. Pile on fire when he needs the ashes, so too he's only chay for his shar lighting the pile on fire if his shar needs the ashes. Where do we find that his shar is going to light a pile on fire because it needs the ashes? So, said, what are we talking about over here? It's a very smart shah. He got a bite on his back. He needs to burn something on fire and then roll around in ashes to help that bite on his back. How do we know that that's the reason why his shar lit the pile on fire? The answer is because after it burned, coming it rolled around the ashes. So it's obvious that that's why Eshar did it. Ask the moron, is there such a situation? Really, Eshar is that smart? The is in says, yes, They were tired. there was an ax, there was an ax of Papa, there was an house of Papa, its teeth were hurting it, it went into the house and uncovered a barrel of beer, and drank the beer, and it got healed. So we see that Shvarim are smart enough to do that. However, now we ask, Papa. are we really able to say that the case of the Shar and the Mishnah is similar to him meaning whatever intention he had in doing this act his shar has to have had the same intention that can't be we learned in our Mishnah that if his shar embarrasses someone so he's potter for that but who should be But if he embarrasses someone he's high to pay for that and if you're going to say shar a date that his shar is similar to him where do we find that his shar could have intent to embarrass somebody his shar doesn't realize that he's embarrassing somebody so we answer it's not a problem it's not that shar intended to embarrass somebody it's that he intended to damage somebody Dahmer Meyer who stated previously if a person had intention to damage even though he didn't have intention to embarrass the person he still has to pay for Baishas and that would be the same thing by the shark. the shar intended to damage and in the course of damaging the shar also embarrassed the fellow he damaged and so we're saying that the owner of the shar would be putter for the Baishas but would be chai for the Nezik and so it's not a problem to say that the shar is similar to the person now Rav Amarav gives a totally different answer in our Mishnah Amrish is talking about where the fellow did a Bishaykik so Mishnah is not a question on our because our is talking about doing something amazing and the way we understand our Mishnah is like what was taught in Bais Meshiv The Tanit of Chizkia was taught in Bais Meshiv The, the pasuk tells us Umaka Adam Umaka Behema. The full pasuk <postic> is Umaka Behema shall Meno Umaka Adam. yumas. when a person strikes an animal, he shall pay. And when a person strikes a person, he shall die. That's referring to killing a person. And what do we learn from here? Ma Umaka Behema. Just like when a person strikes an animal, Loichal <inaudible> Aktaba. There's no difference in it. Bein Shagig Pemezid, whether he did it with Shagig or Mezid. Bein Mitzchavin Shein Mitzchavin, whether he did it with intention or without intention. being Derech Hiridu LeDerech whether he struck in a downward motion or in an Upward motion, the patriar the not telling us that he's patr for mama, El the Pasuk's telling us that he's chaived to pay no matter how the damage was done, because we know Adam Adam. So too, if a person kills somebody, there's no difference between doing it with intention or without intention, whether he did it in a downward motion or an upward motion, the Torah is not telling us that this person is gonna pay money, the patriar the tells us that he's putr from mamain. So Mishnah sure could be talking about where he did did this act on Shabbos, Bishay and therefore he's not Chayv Misa for it. However, he's still Pater from Mamain, because the Torah tells very clearly, as we just learned, that a person's always Pater from Mamein. However, could we really say that our Mishah is talking about where he did this Bishay Our Misha says very clearly that the reason why the person is Pater from paying for lighting this pile on fire on Shabbos, for example, is because he's Chayv Misa, which means that he didn't do a Bishay he did a by So we answer, this is what Rav is saying, since if you he would have done a he would be chayav misa. Bechidamin, what would that situation be? The kabayla afroy, then he needs the ashes. Hashta besheigig, pater. Now, even if he does a Gig and he's not chayav misa, he's still potter Because any situation that a person would be chayav misa for, he's potter from tashlumen, even if he does a besheigigig. And therefore, according to this answer of Rava, our mission is not a question of Rabbi it actually could be like Rabbi And on to brand new Mishnah, one shah was chasing after another one, and they're running down the street, and they turn the corner and disappear from view. The passers by call the owners and say, hey, you're shvarim are out of control. You got to go take care of them. And then they hear a scuffle and shouts and grunting, and the owners finally show up, and one of the shvarim is laying on the floor nursing his wounds, and the other one's sitting there with a smile on his face. And that's what the Mishnah says, v'huzaq, one of them was damaged. So za'aimr sh'ar the nizik says, your shard damaged mine. and the other guy says, like that's not so. El basel your shard tripped on a rock and hurt himself. My shard didn't do anything. So what's a halacha? The one that wants to take from the other one, he has to bring the proof. So the nizik, the one whose shard got damaged, he he has to bring proof that the other one actually damaged his shar and that his shar didn't just trip and fall and hurt himself. A similar case, let's say, each one owned by a different person, or chasing after a third guy's shar, Zayim Sharchha Hizik Zayim Zar Mushar Shemin, your shar damaged, and Shimon says, No, Ruvain, it was your shar that damaged Levi's Shar. Laman Hamba's on top Shneim Patur both of them are Pater. However, im Imha Yushneim Shal Echad, if these two Shvarim that were chasing, this one shar were both owned by the same person, so Ruvain's two Shvarim were chasing Shimon's Shar, so Shneim ChaYavim, both of them are Chaiv. And the to explain what that means, Shneim ChaYavim. So now we're gonna get into more details. Again, we have two Shvarim owned by Ruvain, chasing Shimon's Shar, and now we find Shimon's Shar damaged. And How Echr Kata. One of Ruvain's shvarim was big and one of them was small. So on Nizik, i the Nizik says Godol Hezik. It was the bigger one that damaged, and therefore I get to collect damages from the bigger one. For a Mazik, i the Mazik says like you That's not so. Elakotan Hezik. And we're talking about a tam over here that's only Mishalami Gufai. And if there's not enough damage in the guf of the shark cotton itself, so the Nizik loses out. Or let's say another scenario. Echat tam echad One of the shvarim was a tam, the other was a muad. So on Nizik, I'm the Hezik. The Nizik says that the muad did the damage, so I get Nizik Sholem. For mazik, the Mazik says Lucky, like That's not so. Elatam Hezik. The tam did the damage, and I only owe you So in these situations, the nizik, he's the Maitzi, he's trying to take money from the mazik. he has to bring the proof that he's right. More scenarios, the ones that were damaged were two, which means Ruven's two Shvarim were chasing Shemin's two Shvarim, and both of Shimon's Shvarim got damaged. One of them was big, one of them was small. And as we just explained, the damaging Shvarim were also two. One of them was big, one of them was small. So the Nizek says, the big one damaged the big one, and the small one damaged the small one. So payments work out well. The mazik says, like yeah, that's not so. My small shard damaged your big shar and my big shard damaged your small shard. And obviously, that's beneficial for the Mazik because since the Tom is only so the mazik small shard damaging the Nizik's big shard saves the Mazik money because if there's not enough money in the Guf of the small shard to pay for the big shar well, that's the Nizik's loss and not the Mazik's. Another scenario One of the damaging shvarm was a Tom, the other was a muod. the Nizik says Muad a The Muad damaged my big one. I get nizik shalom for that, which is great. The Tom is a Katan, and the tam damaged the small Small one. but the Mazik says, "Liky, that's not so." Ela a goddol, umur is a The Tom damaged the big one, so only pay chatzin nezik for that. And the Muah damaged the small one, so you could take nezik shalim for your small one. So again, over here also we say, "Amaytamichaver al varaya." The one who's being mighty from his friend, again, that's a nezik being mighty from the Mazik. He has to bring the raya. So Ruchibar Aba Ruchibar says, "Zoysa meres." This Mish is telling us, "Chalukin all chaverav al sumches." Sumches his friends, his colleagues. are Rabbanon they argue with him. The Amar he holds moment a multiple basafik chalukin. The money that's in his suffix gets divided. The sumches is commenting on a case. Then inherit. Apparently, is a suffic. We have no way of possibly knowing what went on over here. And the rabbanon hold Hamatzimichaverel of Araya, where Simcha says Mamanamotu b'suffic chalkin. We don't know who's chayv to pay, Reuven or Shimon. So let's say the damage is being discussed is hundred dollars. Fifty has to be paid. That's chalkin. We split it in half. And our rishon tells clearly that we argue with Simches because our rishon says Hamatzimichaverel of Araya and now exploring shita Simches. Rav Abba and Ramaul of Chibor Abba. Rav Abba and Ramaul told bari u bari. The Simches hold Mamanamotu b'suffic chalkin. Even in the case of bari and bari, bari means a one hundred percent tana. Meaning when Reuven and Shimon are arguing, and Reuven says, I'm 100% right, and I know this for sure. And Shimon says, no, I'm 100% right, and I know it for sure. Does Somchus say, Chalkin, that we're going to split that 50-50? Or would he say, no, I am say, M'chavir al-Varayah. So, he told him, "In yes, Amr Somchus, Hafeel bari bari, Somchus told, Moman amata b'shafek Chalkin, even when both of them are bari. Umimai, where do we know this from? The our Mishnah It's a case of bari and bari. And how do we know that? Because the Mishnah says ze'ar Mishar The nizik says your shard did the damage. Ze'ar aimer. And the other one says That's not so. And a lashon of Laiki is a confident lashon. That's a bari lashon. No, that is not so. I know for sure that my shard did not damage, and your shard just tripped on a stone. And still, we see amatzim chaverol varaya. So Amish is talking about a case of bari and bari, and our Mishnah is not like Simchis. So we see that hold even in case of bari bari However. The Muslim or a puffer of a asks, bari bari, by saying that the ratio of our mission is talking about a case of bari and bari, again, where both litigants are 100% confident in their taina, well, say for Nami bari bari, that means that the safe of the mission is also a case of bari and bari. Aim safe, so what's the safe of the mission? Hay one of the shvarim was big, the other was small. Nizakaim or Gadal the Nizak says that the big one did the damage. Mir, the Mazak says, that's not true. the small one did the damage. Or, muad. one of the Shvarim was a tam, the other was a muad. Nizakaim Muad the Nizik says that the muad did the damage. Mir, the Mazak says, that's not true. So Elatam Hizik, Nizik, rather the Tom did the damage, and the Masha said Hamitz Mihavir Al Now, what's that Mashma Haloy rayo That if the Nizik, who's the Mitzi, doesn't bring a rayo Shachel or Mazik, he'll still get paid based off what the Mazik said. Meaning he won't get paid from the big share or Nizik Shalim, He would get paid based off of the small share, or he'd get Chatsi Nazik, But at least he'd get some sort of payment. Well, if that's so, Name Tiyavat you, you have to draw Bar Nason. Let's say there's refutation to Rab Barnason. Nason, the Amah who holds Tanu Chitim Vahayd That if Reuven Tined Chitim from Shemen, meaning he said Shemen, you owe me wheat and Shemen. Said, I don't owe you wheat, but I owe you barley. Shimon's potter, and so our Mishnah clearly shows, not like Rab Bar Maybe let's say it's a refutation on him, which we're not so keen on saying. Ella, rather says Rapapa, Papa, but Bari and Shema. It must be that our Mishnah is talking about a case of Bari and Shema. So we ask the comer Bari Man, the Kamer Shema Man. So who says Bari and who said Shema over here? Enim, if you want to say the Kamer Nizik Bari, Mazik Shema, then the Nizik said Bari. I know for sure it was your mood that damaged, and the Mazik says I'm not so sure. Maybe it was my time. Akati, limit have it. to have to draw Bar We could still say that it's a refutation of Rab So Ella rather must be the Kamer Nizik. Shema, the nizik said, maybe. I think it was your muad. The Kamar mazik bari, and the mazik says, no, for sure, it was my tam. Well, if that's so. Umi we'll the sefer nizik shema umazik bari. If we're saying the sefer of the mishnah is talking about where the nizik was a shema and the mazik was a bari, well, reisha nami nizik shema umazik bari. That means the reisha also has to be a case where the nizik was a shema and the mazik was a bari. Well, if that's so, sumcha safi did sumchas really say his din in this case as well? Meaning, did sumchas say that when one of the little gents is a bari and the other one is a shema, that's still considered? Then our mishnah to. Say then no, we don't hold like simchis in this case, and really it's mighty mechaver of araya that doesn't make sense. Simchis doesn't hold the moment of multiple sabbic in the case when one of them is bari and one of them is shema. So Bar said in the beginning of the Gemara then the Mishnah is telling us that chamim argue with simchis. Well, in this case simchis would agree with them, so that doesn't make sense. So Gemara says loy, that's not what the Mishnah is talking about. Seifa shema mazik bari. You're right, the seifa is talking about where the nizik was shema and the mazik was bari. Whereas reisha where nizik was bari and the mazik shema, the reisha is talking about where the nizik was bari and the mazik was shema. as Gemara dami That means that the reisha and the are not comparable. And we always like when the ratio and the seifa go along the same line of logic. So I mean the answer is Bari Shema Bari Khan sahi. When one of them is a bari and one of them is a shema, that's the same thing. And even though in one case the nizik's the bari, in another case the nizik's the shema, and the same thing with the Mazik, it's still considered the same logic. It's still going along the same line of reasoning. Whereas Bari Ubari, Bari, to say that the ratio is bari, bari and the Seifa is shema Bari, so that's two totally separate things, and would not be logical to say that the mission is like that. And then where is Gufo we had just stated previously, Arnasen, Arnasen said if Ruvein tained Chitin from Shimon, and Shimon said, No, I owe you Sairim, Potter, he's Potter. Asking our Michael Mashman, what's Rabbi Arnasen teaching us? To Nina, we learned that be in a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, If he said, you owe me Chitim, and the other one said, No, I only owe you Sairim, Potter, he's Potter. So my answer is, If we only had that Mishnah, Havamin, I would have thought, What does it mean, mid me Chitin? That he's Potter from paying for wheat, Bavachai, me Sairim he's have to pay for barley, because he admitted that he owes barley. Kamash Blan, the chiddish in Rabbar is, the Potter legamri. he's completely Potter because when Rubin says, you owe me wheat, he's in essence saying, you don't owe me barley. And so when Shimon says, I don't owe you wheat, he's basically saying, I don't owe you anything, and therefore he doesn't have to pay anything. But now we bring from Ramesh Tanan. Ramesh says, let's say the ones that were damaged were two shvarim, meaning Shimon had two shvarim that got damaged, one of them was big, one of them was small, and the damaging shvarim were also two, one was big, one was small, and we said that the nizik has to prove that the big one damage the big one and the small one damage the small one in order for him to get all the money that he wants now what are we to make from here allay that if he doesn't bring a proof mazik it's mashma that he would at least get paid based off of what the mazik said. Now, while that doesn't fit according to what we just explained in Raab Ar-Nossan, Amai, why would he get paid anything? This is a case of By the nizik saying that your big one damaged, he's in essence saying that your small one did not damage. So if the nizik can't bring a raya that the big one damaged, he shouldn't be getting paid at all. Sigmar says, you're right, he actually doesn't get paid. It means he technically should be able to get, however, he doesn't get anything because he didn't bring a raya. The nizik does get paid from the small shar for his big shar and from the big shar for his small shar. So we see that he does get paid. So answer answers no to Tafas. That's talking about where the Nizek grabbed the money from the Mazik so he can keep it. But if they go to Bezdin, he actually would not receive any money if he can't bring a Raya. Now the Gmar brings the same question from the next case of the Mishnah, Tanana Mishnah says, One of the shvarim the damage was a tam that was a muad. The Nizek says, muad is a gadol, but tam is a The muad damaged my big one and the tam damaged my small one. But mazik, The Mazik says, ki, That's not so. El atam is a gadol, muad is a the tam damaged the big one and the muad Damage a small one. So Mesha told us, the one who's being mighty, that's a Nizek, he has to bring the Raya, and again, that's Mashima, that if he doesn't bring a Raya, he would at least get paid based off what the Mazek said. But Vamai, once again, why is that so? According to the way we understood Rambar Nosan. this is a classic case of one person tying Khitim, the other one saying, No, I only owe you and we explained that he doesn't have to pay anything. So why would Mazek have to pay the nizik anything in this case? So once again, we answer the same thing, on top, Roy to It means he's right to be getting something, but but he doesn't get any, because he doesn't have a raya. Ask Gemara, how do you say that? He gets paid for his katan from the muad, and he gets paid for his gadol from the tam. So once again, the Gamar answers to tafas, it's talking about where he grabbed that money, so he's allowed to keep it, but lech he doesn't get paid. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.